I'm Gene Lance, and the person with the applause machine is... Bonnie Mathias. Good morning. I found my machine. So, so she's playing applause. We haven't done anything yet, so... Oh, well, but anyway, we, are we get here. the applause. Okay, when... we have done something. We are here. Yeah. It's Saturday morning at 9 a.m., yeah. and we are here. We risked our lives on Central Expressway. Yes, we did. We should get a medal. Yeah, this I is, always wait. I had to wait this morning in the parking lot at my favorite spot because there's some mask holes that go in there on Saturday mornings, and they were in there. So I had to wait until they were finished and they left, and then I could go in. And so then you did. Yeah. Okay, the Worker's Beat is all about everything from the point of view of working families, and we like to start with things you can do. The more actions coming up. And today at 10 o'clock, the union activists are going to gather to talk over local union issues uh, with uh, Councilwoman uh, Carolyn King-Arnold. Oh, good. And then they're going to be phone banking, get out the vote. Yes. Get in touch with Mariah Warwick. It's Her, her email is mariahwarwick20 at gmail.com. Protest for peace and environment. I think that was yesterday. No, what's today? The 17th? Okay, the protest for peace and environment at yes. 5910 North Central Expressway at 5 o'clock. Okay. I think that's up there by Mockingbird Station. They protest up there a lot. That sounds about, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm, I, I think that was yesterday. Though. Well, I don't know. Today is the 17th. I got, I got the dates mixed up. Okay. April 19th through 21st is the final days of the Texas AFL-CIO Week of Action on Texas government. Because the, the legislature is in session. Run for your lives. Be afraid. Be very afraid. And, uh, and when the legislature is in session, thank goodness, the Texas AFL-CIO is down there every day trying to stop the bad bills and get some good ones passed. Yes. April the 19th at 10 o'clock will be a rally for the first day of early voting. Come on down. It's going to be fun. At the county courthouse, 600 Commerce in downtown Dallas. Contact Ernest Tilly. E. Tilly at CWA6215.org. April 19th and every Monday at 5 o'clock, the Texas AFL-CIO reports on Facebook, on their Facebook page, but also on ours, the Dallas AFL-CIO Facebook page. Mm -hmm. The April 20th is the last day to apply for a ballot by mail. That's right. Now, a lot of people thought that they were going to get their ballot by mail without applying, because I think last year somebody sent them an application. But this year they didn't do that. If you if you want to vote by mail, you have to make your own application, yeah. and you can do it by calling the elections committee. You can do you can do it by calling Bonnie. What you number can. is that? Two one four eight two one eight three three one. If you drive by the uh, uh, the early vote rally, I will have some forms with me. You can fill them out and take them to. 1520 round table in uh, at Empire Central or I'm sorry Regal Row and I-35. Okay, but that that will be cutting it really close. It well, would be much better. Yeah. To call Bonnie right away, or did you get on get on registertovote.org? Right, and you have to print the form and and then fill it out and then, and then mail it and mail it. But remember, the deadline to request it is Tuesday. So it'd be really good if you get that and get it I in thought, the mail right away. I thought the applications had to be in on, on April 20th. 
I think that's the last day to request. Well, the that's your that's your request. Is yeah. when you file the application. Right. right. Okay. Uh, April twenty to six o'clock, we'll have get out the vote phone banking to build democracy and your labor movement. Every Tuesday and Thursday, and at ten a.m. on Saturdays, contact Mariah Warwick twenty at gmail.com. The AFL-CIO is doing the best they can to get out the vote in this election, but they need help. Yep. April the 24th, the Texas, no, that's not right. April 27th, Botham Jean Boulevard opens in Dallas, which replaces Lamar Street. April the 28th is Workers' Memorial Day. Yay! To remember the workers killed or injured on the job. The numbers for this year are in the hundreds of thousands so April 28th is going to be a big day. Because of the COVID, because people contracted the virus on the job. Yeah, because they... And that's an on-the-job injury. I'm they sorry. They were forced to go to work. That's right. May the 1st is not only Election Day, but it's also International Workers' Day, and today we're going to have a big picnic we're at Everglade Park. We're going to have a get-out-the-vote car caravan and a big picnic in Everglade Park starting at 11 o'clock. The picnic starts at 11 o'clock on May the 1st. And that's, that'll be, as far as I know, the historic first for the Dallas AFL-CO to celebrate International Workers' Day so. on May the 1st. The whole world celebrates it. And Leonard Aguilar is coming. Leonard Aguilar, the new Secretary-Treasurer yes. of the Texas AFL-CO. And Rick Levy's going to be calling in to this show that morning, right? We're supposed to find out if he speaks Spanish or not. Do you know? I uh, because we have Spanish-speaking people want to come and hear him, but we, but only if he's going to speak in Spanish well, maybe, and English. Maybe Leonard could um, translate. We're gonna we're gonna find out. Yeah. May the twenty-eighth through thirty-first. I just got. I've got to announce. It's just so crazy. There's a a crazy me a crazy person convention <laughs> in Dallas on May the twenty-eighth through thirty-first at the downtown Omni and at the Gillies Dallas. It's called for God and country. Patriot Roundup, featuring speakers from QAnon. These are the people who, what is the some of the things that they believe? They think all Democrats are pedi- pedophiles. Pedophiles. We drink babies' witches. blood. Um, we kidnap children. And, and stuff like that. And, and Bonnie's yeah. a Democrat, and I'm sitting right next to her. Right. So if it turns out to be true, my Boy, life. are we in trouble. My life may be in danger. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's about, you know, it's okay. Uh, I think they're real picky about, you know. And one more date. The runoff elections will be Janu- uh, June the 5th. So that's a lot of stuff that you can do. And now things to talk about. I want to introduce a topic. Uh-oh. Uh, boys and girls. Yeah, because, because I have a couple of, of very different uh, news items that came across this week. One of them is from a group called Movement for Black Lives. And they say, quote, Justice for Dante Wright means defunding and abolishing the police. They say the movement for black lives and our supporters support the family and community of Dante Wright, who had his life ripped from him by former police officer Kim Potter. She says she meant to tase him. She says she was reaching for her taser and gosh, I just pulled out my gun. Just a just a even though one of them's bright freaking neon yellow and the other one is black. And one of them weighs nine ounces, and the other one weighs about a pound. I don't know. How do you mistake one for the other? She said it was just a just a common error. Yes. But the reason, one reason it came up is because in the Dallas Morning News, which I read every day, and you you know, (laughs) 
I don't necessarily believe it, but I read it every day. Me too. And they have an article saying that the mayor is opposing Jaime Resendez in District 5. He's running for city council. He's the incumbent, I believe. Yeah. And, and, some, other, and some other candidates because, according to the article, they opposed $7 million for police overtime pay in a little brouhaha they had in the city council, I don't know, some months ago. And the police ended up getting more than, than $7 million, I think. Yeah. But according to the article, the mayor has got it out for Jaime Resentes and others because he says they oppose the $7 million. Jaime Resendez says, well, that's not the whole story. It's no, it's not the whole story. Okay, well, what's the whole story? It's a piece of it. Do you know? It's not about defunding or taking money away. It's about using the money for something other than brute force. So so you're for the police, you just don't want to get killed by them? Yeah, you know, call me crazy, but don't you think that's a reasonable request? I I mean... I have one more point of view that I want to say. This is a, this is still about the subject of policing and how it should be done and what we should be doing about it. Now, this guy doesn't really have a solution, but he says they're going to have a solution. This is from the president of the AFL-CIO, uh, Richard Trumka. He is the leader. He's pretty much the spokesperson for the labor movement in America. He's the president of the AFL-CIO national. He says, quote, as part of the Racial Justice Task Force, unionized law enforcement officers have been meeting for the past seven months to discuss their real-life experiences serving our communities. These proud union members and leaders are finalizing a blueprint for change that ensures justice for victims and due process for public safety workers. We look forward to sharing it with the nation soon. From Richard Trumka of the AFL-CIO. I look forward to seeing that. So those are some different points of view. One of them says that the police are union members. Or, well, they are in some towns and they are not not in other towns. Not here, but in some towns they are. And that they're working for a just and uh, a blueprint for change that ensures justice for victims and due process for public safety workers. So, how about victims and how about due process for victims? Then there's these other guys that say abolish. This know. is the uh, movement for Black Lives. That they said justice for Dante Wright means defunding and abolishing the police. So the question before you, brothers and sisters in the un- in the uh, radio audience, is what do you think? The number is nine seven two six four seven. One eight nine three. This station absolutely loves it when you call nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Now Bonnie says, "Yeah, it's not about defunding; it's about repurposing funds uh-huh. to uh, incorporate uh, mental health workers in with police officers if necessary. Stop m- the militarization." of our police force. If you have seen some of the things in in the past year, these guys are driving friggin' tanks. In some towns, and, yeah. And, and wearing, like, body armor and, okay, I get it, but we're not at war with each other. Mm-hmm. We have to stop, look, police have got to stop looking at peaceful protesters as enemies 
and look at them as human beings, for God's sake. A hundred of them were arrested last A hundred protesters were arrested last night. And I understand that the police station where they're protesting has got razor wire around it and barricades. And uh, Well, that makes me feel safe. How about you, Gene? <laughs> 972-647-1893. Now, let me ask you to speculate on this, Bonnie. Let's just say for a minute that Kim Potter really didn't mean to shoot Shantae Wright and that she accidentally grabbed her taser instead of her gun. Mm -hmm. Even though she's like 22-year veteran. 26-year. She 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 she's a trainer. She used to be the president of the police union yeah. where she is. Yeah. And, uh, and she is a trainer. Yes, this was actually a training. She was with these officers as the trainer. I see. So, so we're teaching our Let's officers. assume that she did make that mistake. <laughs> and that the other officer a couple of years ago that shot Botham Jean, let's say that she really made the mistake that she said she made, which was get off get off the elevator on the wrong floor, go to the wrong apartment, go in the wrong apartment and shoot the occupant. She said that was a mistake. Now, how could she have made such a mistake? Would you care to speculate? How oh, wow, because it's Kind of uncommon to make that big of a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Go, in, go into the wrong apartment and shoot the occupant. Or to reach for your taser and pull out your gun and shoot somebody down instead. Oh, they're also on opposite sides of the body. Okay. So I'm going to sign off on Facebook Live because we have a caller. So go to knon.org or 89.3 FM if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth. And listen class. to the rest of the program. Yeah. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. There's a difference between a glot and a, a taser. Yes. A glot is bigger, ain't it? Yes. I believe so. And a taser is what? Mm -hmm. We get so smart and go, oh, taser, taser, taser. Come on, guys. So you, you, think, you think she's just lying, right? Sometimes we make mistakes. Yeah, do you think it was a mistake? Um, over -action. Because I, it's a pretty big mistake. Remember the Mm -hmm. It is a pretty big mistake to uh, grab a, a gun instead of a taser. Okay, you can't bring the life back, and that's, that's the first rule. Number two rule is you still got to ask God if you believe mm -hmm. that. Because God says, God should not kill Uh-huh. Okay? So then let me throw something about George Floyd. Floyd. The, the police officer, if this family is breathing, they showed him his family. Mm -hmm. You know, showing it real bad, being talk real bad about him. Come on now. People we still are human. The sad part is people with a black or white person. People don't even matter. That's the person to die. Yeah. Do you think do you think though that these 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 were mistakes? Or do you think somebody was guilty of murder? I believe she's guilty of murder. Guilty of murder. Because that's, that's what they're demonstrating about, because they charged her with second-degree manslaughter, which is probably a year, year and a half, or something like that in prison. And uh, people are saying it was murder. Mm -hmm. She'll get probation for a year. Come on, guys. All right. We appreciate your point of view, and you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. If it was a mistake, because I've been, I've been doing this for a long, long time, uh, the first case I got involved in was, I think, in 1975, uh, when a couple of uh, a guy, a street preacher, pulled out a, a Bible and he was going to say something 
biblical to no. these policemen, and they shot him through the windshield of their car. They both of them opened fire right through the windshield of their own car. Because he had a Bible. Yeah, well, uh, it's black—a black testament—and and guns are sometimes look black. But they don't look like guns. Don't look like books. Books don't look like guns. Come well, on. they said they made a mistake. They said he, they mistakenly thought he had a gun. They got off, by the way. They know, oh, of they know. course they did. They, they kept oh. their jobs and they did just fine. So the question is, how could they make such a mistake? And I have, I have a solution. I have a, a guess on that because I've been thinking about this for a long time. At least, at least since 1975, every time these cases come up, a police person kills somebody, and then they say, "Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I meant to do something else." And I've always uh, wondered uh, if they made a mistake. And I don't think I don't think you can just say, "Well, I know they're all lying." You don't know whether they're all lying or whether they all made a mistake or whether some of them lied and some of them made a mistake. Well, that's why body cams come in so handy nowadays. Yeah, and why they don't usually release. <laughs> yeah, the body when they cam. don't. Yeah, <laughs> it's usually so damning. Yeah. Well, I have a I have a theory, but we've got callers. Okay. We better take these calls. Good morning. Thanks for calling Kano in. Thanks for waiting. Hello. Hello. You're on yeah. there. Good morning, Gene and Bobby. Good morning. Yep. Uh, I got a question. What was Mr. White doing that caused this officer to take the fly? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think he was pulled over on a traffic stop, yeah. wasn't he? Uh-huh. Go ahead, brother. Is that, is that all? <laughs> yes, I believe it is. That was the reason stop? for the, it was the reason for the stop was a traffic stop. Yeah. He had a air freshener dangling from his, when his uh, rear view mirror, so that's why he was stopped. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead, brother. Okay, I know, I know you? where you're going with this. I sure do, because it was that boy's fault. Oh, you think it was something he did? Well, Bonnie says that you <laughs> that you think uh, the the young man did something wrong. Is that is that the case? I have no idea. I didn't heard about this. Okay. I have been watching this because I've been living in my truck called my house burned. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Right. And you're yeah, having to live in your all the way. It just smoke and smoke damage. Are you from? The, are, uh, is your family I, okay? Oh yeah. So oh, everybody's oh, all right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, is yeah. there? Can you get any help? Oh, I'm taking the sheetrock out. The insurance doesn't give me a. Oh, you got insurance. Okay. That's a good deal. Yeah. Thank you so much. We got to we got to move on. It's, it's break time. Break. Everybody that's on the line, please wait. Oh, it's God. only a couple of minutes for the we'll break. We'll be right back. Back with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance on the Workers' Beat. People have been waiting. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, listen, I was just going to weigh in a little bit about that talk. Uh huh. I think, uh, to be honest, you can see the whole time uh, she said it was a mistake, but she was waving a gun. She never, she never put a gun up. And grab the case. So the whole time, she kept calling cases, 
but uh, she actually killed that young man. Mm-hmm. And I hear a lot of people often say, uh, especially uh, when it comes to black or Hispanic, the first thing that they do, they raise up the question about what they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, even if, the, even if they pull that young man over for, uh, if he had a warrant, mm-hmm. but still, nothing is open because of the COVID stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, <laughs> it still was no reason to kill him. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, even with these police officers that they had cameras, they still get a pass, even if it shows that they're wrong. So uh, I just wanted to say, I know there are a lot of officers that do kind of uphold the law. Yep. But that's a very few percentage. So defunding uh, the police, I don't think... That's a good thing, I believe, because we need the public. Right, but we but need to read It's got to be, yeah, it, it's got something, it has to, all of these bad apples that we honestly have, a lot of people going into law enforcement so that they can kill, and most of every one of those officers have gotten off except maybe a handful. Mm-hmm. Under under so uh, if, qualified immunity, that's what they call the yeah, principle. If, mm-hmm. But if they would be liable, if they would just hold them liable mm-hmm. for what they've done, I think that it would change the system. So you're you're pulling for a conviction on uh, on the the uh, George Floyd case. If uh, they get a conviction there, then that that will help some. You think? Right. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody saw that 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 man. He literally, and he looked at the camera. You could see that he was just, "Hey, I got you." Yeah, I have a theory I, about that I, one too. He I have a theory about that one, too. Okay. So, all right. Well, thanks, Vinny. Thank all you. Right. Thank you. Appreciate you. you. Uh, good morning. Thanks for calling, Kano, and thanks for waiting so long. You're on the air. No. Lost him. Oh, oh there wait. he is. There you are. Hello? Hello? Hi. Yeah. You're on the air. Hey, hey. Good morning, Good morning. Hey, thanks for uh, just what you guys do, first of all. You really give us a... Uh, uh, a few on the local and national injustices. That's uh-huh. so in your face, and I appreciate that. And I wanted to say I, I agree with Bonnie about how they were uh, restructuring the money. Uh-huh. Because with this uh, 25, 26-year-old veteran that pulled the gun first, uh, I mean, things, something's got to change. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the Dallas City Council was trying to do. When I think they were trying to repurpose some of the money as as Bonnie and you are recommending, but now the mayor's coming down hard on them for for trying to do that. Because he wants well, that endorsement. Mm-hmm. I was shocked to hear that you didn't even have like a union for the officers here locally. That no, true? no. It's uh, a, that we have three different associations for yeah. officers here. Okay. We have the Dallas Fraternal Order of Police which is mostly Anglo. We have the African-American uh, order of police, which is, of course, mostly African-American. And we have a Latino order of police. But none of them are members of the AFL-CIO. No. That's why I said there wasn't see, any. See, there's the problem. There lies mm-hmm. the problem. There lies the problem. We're not unified. So they ought to, they ought to join them. all in one police union. That would be better, huh? Well, some people are saying the police unions are, are not a good thing because the police unions, like any union, 
Any union is going to defend its members no matter what. That's a true fact. Well, uh, That's what a union does. It defends its members. So some people don't like police right. unions because of that. Mm -hmm. Well, I was looking for maybe like some kind of like, I don't know, reservation on, on this. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of debt going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Sure it is. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's been going on all along. It's just hitting the news more lately. Yeah, you know, body camps brought all this out. Yeah. Okay, we appreciate Thank your you. call. And you can Thank call you. us, too, at 972-647-1893. I like it when people call with a solution. But uh, I also like it when people call just to say how it makes them feel. Mm -hmm. Because... Uh, this is a talk show, and, and you're supposed to talk. <laughs> and <laughs> It kind of is about feelings, you know? Uh, the, the facts give you certain feelings. Mm -hmm. And when they try to distort the facts to make you feel differently, mm -hmm. it's it's infuriating. I see. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Yeah, Hello. Oh, you're on the air. Yeah, good morning, Dean uh, and uh, Bunny. Good morning. Uh, you know, the whole thing about police misconduct is uh, much bigger and much larger than a lot of people look at. It's been going on forever, but the whole thing about, you know, everybody's got a camera now is bringing it to public opinion, and public opinion is allowing a lot of the uh, uh, cases to uh, get a sizable uh, settlement mm -hmm. in civil court. A lot of money in a lot of cases, and they should have a lot of uh, money in a lot of those cases. And uh, guess who's paying for it? You and it's me. Not the super rich. Nope. It's the, the taxpayer. The everyday person, the taxpayer. That's right. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the reasons why people ought to be more concerned about it and why people ought to want to fix the police department and defund the police as they have stood over the years. But I wanted to uh, give people a uh, thought about uh, the money problem uh, related to that. Uh, if you go online and Google how to fix the financial gymnastics for police misconduct settlement by uh, Dr. Rashawn Ray, uh, you'll get a lot more information. And this is something that is going to have to be fixed. Otherwise, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be paying out the nose. Can you can you spell that guy's name, Rashawn what? R A S H A W E N Ray. He's a David M. Rubenstein fellow at Brookings Institution. I see. And he's got a solution. His uh, what, what, he, uh, he talks about the whole issue. And I, I see. I don't know if it's a solution. Oh, it's not but, a solution. Uh, uh, well, okay. it is a solution in a lot of cases. Uh, uh -huh. But uh, it's something that we need to be aware of. It's not just money that's uh, uh -huh. coming from the uh, police as it should be. It should be money coming out of the police pocket. But, uh, I see. It's coming out of our pocket. It's coming out of the mm -hmm. pocket of the middle people. And so that's why we need to fix this problem quickly. Yeah, and we should do. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you very thank much. Thank you very much. 972-647-1893. We have another caller waiting. Oh, well, then I can go ahead and give you my theory. Okay. About why, if, if, and I think it's true okay. that some of these police that do some of these things are doing it by mistake. For one thing, it's just crazy. <laughs> you know, the woman who killed Bottom Jean, for example, she didn't know him. Why would she go upstairs to his apartment and go in his apartment and kill him on purpose? 
I don't, I, I don't, so, can't imagine so maybe, what was in her brain. Oh, well, here's my, here's my theory. Okay. Here's my theory. All right. Back, I got this from a guy many, many, many years ago, back in the 1950s, who told me that the big problem in America is overtime. He said overtime is what's causing the drug problem. Everybody gets a chance to work overtime, and they feel like if they take a couple of extra pills, they can make keep on going. They can make time and a half or double time, yeah. and rake in the dough. Yeah. I worked in the aerospace industry, and almost everybody that I worked with would take every hour of overtime that they could get, and they filed grievances against anybody else. They got more than me if they thought that they got more overtime. Yeah. In fact, I was so surprised when I found out that the number one cause of grievances in my union, by a large margin, was what they called overtime grievances. And when I first heard this, I thought, well, that's because the company is trying to make people work overtime and they don't want to. And that wasn't it. <laughs> they wanted to work the overtime and they weren't getting it. So that's why there's all these overtime grievances. People are dying to get that overtime. Yeah, they're done. And they'll take almost anything to get overtime. And when you become a police person and you, you make a salary, you know, it might sound pretty good, for especially for somebody who doesn't have a college education. Right. It might sound pretty good, but, but you imagine how much money you could make in overtime. Because the police are very, very, very much in demand. You know, if you own a nightclub, you want a you want a Dallas policeman at the front door. You don't you don't want an ordinary yeah, bouncer. Right. You want a Dallas policeman that's if you can get one, mm -hmm. and because he can shoot people. And uh, so you 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 definitely want to get all the overtime you can get, yeah. and you're liable to take almost anything to keep yeah. you on your feet, so you can do all that overtime. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, I'm not suggesting that I know the answer, no, but no, I am no, suggesting no. that if people made mistakes as they say they did, they ought to look at their overtime. How many hours did they work when they made that That's mistake? right. That woman came home from work, it said. Didn't nope. say what. Didn't say she, uh, how long she'd been working or anything. She had 14 hours. Oh, she'd worked 14 she'd hours. She'd 14 hours. Went to the wrong apartment, killed both of them. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Hey, Good morning. Uh, we can always question things like, was it a mistake? Did they get involved in certain situation and they decided to do this or do that? But Gene, what was the original police department formed for? What was their purpose and intent? I know you know the answer, so I'll wait for you to tell me. It was slavery, right? That's the theory that I hear the most, is that the and police, it, police it, as we know them, were originally these these bands of slave catchers. And it was basically, even in the North, they made, even in the whole nation, they made a law that even a citizen, if a person had escaped from the South, was required by law to automatically try to return that person or bring them into custody, right? Mm -hmm. it was, you know, it, the laws changed all the time. It was different in different states and all that. But there were always people who made their living by chasing fugitive slaves. That's right. Okay, and the slaves at that time were the workers, right? Mm-hmm. In the South. Okay, so from that basis of knowledge, we know that the uh, African-American community and the workers 
were the basis of the police departments being formed to control those group of people, right? Mm -hmm. On behalf of the owners. On behalf of the owners. On behalf of the white capitalistic Mm -hmm. system. Capitalism. This is the key word. Capitalism works best in America, and we got to admit it, Dean, for white people. The rich white people. Rich white people. Rich white people. Not all white people. It wasn't me and you and Bonnie. What I'm saying is it works best for white people than it does uh, minorities mm-hmm. or immigrant groups, which right. we're all immigrants, no matter what color you are. It works best for them. And it's mm-hmm. going to continue to work best for them as long as the white Anglos, no matter what your ethnic group is, I mean economic level is, no matter what your economic level, in the white Anglo group, if we continue to allow the police department to exercise their job the way they do to protect capitalism, okay. Bernie Madoff, the dude that ripped you Well, off, now, you're going, you're going pretty far afield now, Randy. you got to wind it up because i got people waiting. we got, got I'm, I'm going to wrap, let me wrap it up, please. Wrap it up. Yeah, Bernie Madoff died. He got 150 years in prison. Nobody, I mean, Charles Manson, I think, got, I don't know how many years he got. But you can commit murder in America, and you're not going to get as much in prison as the person who took someone's money. All right, thank you so much. Good morning, thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hello? You're on the air. I think we lost him. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNOM. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, at last a woman. Yay. Hooray. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I'm trying to get my volume up. Hang on. Get okay. Oh, this phone. I got a new phone. I don't know how to operate it, y'all. You That's sound okay. fine. You sound good. If you have a grandchild, that child will be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. I'm calling in regards to the both of John, the comments you made. Mm-hmm. No, they did not know each other, Jean. But she had made complaints about his music. I'm not sure if this came out in the trial, but it is fact. She had complained about his music being too loud. Is that right? My, yes, yes. Wow. More than on one occasion. Mm-hmm. And I think she felt like, I've gotten off, I'm tired. I'm going to confront him right now, and it just didn't turn out the way that she meant for it to turn out. And we'll never know either because we don't know what he said and she said, right? I never knew that she had complained about his music. She had complained about his music on several occasions, um, the management. And And I guess she felt as if nothing was being done about it. And just in my opinion, once again, I feel like that was the night she was going to confront him. And it didn't go the way she thought it was. So it was not exactly a mistake then. It, I don't feel it was she a did mistake. It on purpose. I think she felt like I've had enough and I'm going to take it into my own hands. That's very important information. Thanks so much. Thank you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad when women call. They know, always make so much sense. So smart. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank okay, you so much, sister. Y'all. I love y'all. Thank, y'all are wonderful. Thank you. We love you, too. You are, too. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Hi. Y'all doing all right? Good morning. Uh-huh. I'm in the world. Do you think these police make, are making mistakes, or do you think they're doing it on purpose? I 
That's been going on purpose for some time. Uh-huh. Because I know back in the day, the cop took that bullet club, he hit in a black person in a minute, and then white folks do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Seems like I that's guess. still happening, doesn't it? Yeah. So I, I just don't know, but what I can't figure out, though, all this stupidity, and then how I'm fighting on this gun law, and all the stupidity has been done, and, and this new deal they got by getting cut get a tow the gun, not going through the chain, I don't know what stuff like that, but I, I don't think it should be done, because everybody don't need no gun, but you, when you walk down and think with a gun, uh-huh. you ain't looking to somebody, you don't, the color, or you just don't like them, so Right. Well, the Texas legislature right now is in the process of arming everybody in Texas. Yep. Get yourself a <laughs> get yourself a gun. I, I bet. I just wonder what would happen if a whole bunch of black folks walked into a gun store to buy guns. What do you think would happen, brother? I just don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I let people when they get out of my gun, they get back up. You're not going to go down to FedEx and shoot eight people, I hope. Make up for the ones they lost. Okay, we got to take a break again. Thank we'll be you right for back. Calling. Have a great weekend. Thanks. I wake up in the morning at four forty-five. We're back on the workers' beat, and we we have been talking about uh, the conundrum that everybody is facing on what to do about the young people that are getting killed by police. And uh, Bonnie says we should repurpose some of the funding that goes to police presently, and that's not defunding, that's repurposing, Bond says. So, and most of the, I think most of the callers would have agreed, I want to say something of a more general nature, which is that if we expect to solve society's problems, least problems than any other problem, we're going to have to get together. We have a gigantic progressive movement that has grown up just over the last few years, and I think it's more about the Internet and telephones than it is anything else. Yeah. But yeah. There, is a, there is a progressive movement that is just busting at the seams. <laughs> However, it's been going every which direction. Yeah. And I want to compliment the young, active labor leaders 
of the Dallas AFL-CIO. Angie DiFilippo. You know, she's in, she's in Tarrant County, so right. I used to say North Texas, yeah. young active labor leaders. Because they are putting on a, a uh, an event on May the 1st that will, first of all, acknowledge that it's election day, and it will, first of all, be a get-out-the-vote effort. Yes. But it will also be a coming together of progressive organizations. It's International Workers' Day, y'all. So International Workers' Day is an opportunity to bring together people who speak different languages and have different points of view, mm -hmm. but are nevertheless trying to solve social problems. And the, the absolute core of that is the union movement. The union movement is democratic. The union movement is bigger than any of these other organizations. That's right. Stronger than any of these other organizations. Right. It has more money and has more buildings and places to meet and stuff like that. That's true. Than any of these other organizations. Yep. yep. And should be pulling them together. And I compliment the leadership of the Dallas AFL-CIO for coming in strong yeah. on Thursday night at the last meeting and, and agreeing to, uh, I think it was eight different unions, so. and they started bidding against each other over who could give the most money. We, I love that. That was great. We asked them for $100, and some of them said, well, I'm going to give 200 Sure. And then somebody We weren't asking for millions of dollars or anything, but we did. Uh, we, got, we got some very nice contributions. The Doctors Guild, as always, rose to the top there yeah. from that group. But the plumbers and pipe fitters, uh, They're my heroes. I outdid Craig, everybody. Craig Berenson is my hero. That's Papa Craig. They're calling him Papa Craig. Papa Craig. <laughs> well, anyway, and our speaker will also be from the Plumbers and Pot Fitters. Yes, Larry He's Yay. the new. Uh, he's the new top leader. He's one of the two top leaders of the Texas AFL-CIO, and he's going to come to Dallas and speak to us on May the first, International funny. Workers Day, and we're having a picnic. And thanks to thanks to these generous contributions, we're going to have free food. Yeah, what do y'all think about that? Food. Oh, my God. Free food and entertainment. Free food, entertainment. In Everglade Park. Yes. The actual, the car caravan will start at Colonial Baptist Church in that same area. I think it's yeah. District 5, yes. City Council District 5. And uh, it's generally around Jim Miller Road. Yeah. Everglade Park is actually at 5100 North Jim Miller Road, and the picnic starts at 11. It would be good for you to join the car caravan first and help get out the vote because these elections are important. Yes. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that somebody on the city council is, is, is Jesus Christ uh, re resurrected and is going to solve all of our problems. But I will tell you this. If you don't get active in, the, in all areas of political work, including elections, then you are defaulting yes. and you are letting somebody else make your decisions. And we can't do that in Dallas because we have done that for so long. Mm -hmm. And that's why we got that 15 people that we got up there. And some of them need to stay. Some of them need to go. Um, just remember 2022, we can vote the mayor out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not that, I, not that I'm. Not saying, that you're against the mayor. Not against the mayor, but I can. Here on Workers Week, we don't we don't take political stands. No. So anyway, though the the worker the International Workers Day is an opportunity for us to come together, not with our brothers and sisters everywhere, all over the world, 
they're going to be celebrating on May the 1st. That's right. And America is a late comer, even though what caused May the 1st to be International Workers Day happened here. It happened in Chicago. And when we leave at, at, at 950, uh, and we go to the recorded section, uh, that I will have an explanation. I'll have a story about what happened on May the 1st that caused the whole world to celebrate May the 1st as International Workers' Day. It happened here in the United States. See, this is an educational program. And it came from, <laughs> and it came especially from two Texans. But, what? but we, the young active labor leaders are putting on a heck of a good program yep. in Everglade Park, 5100 North Jim Miller. We got we got quite a few different groups coming to, to put up tables. Uh, 20, 20, at least 20 okay. right now. We're going to have voter registration. We'll have vaccine registration. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the LACLA group is going to have something to help people with citizenship. All right. Maybe the right. application forms or something. That's right. Chip Serrano from UFCW. Information on how to, how to become awesome. a citizen. We're, uh, we had uh, input last night at the, at the uh, Labor Action Group meeting. We had input about you're going to have to have Spanish. You're going to have to oh, have yeah. interpreters. Oh, yeah. And we hadn't even thought of that uh, originally, but it's true. Uh, we need to have, we need, if it's International Day, then we need to at least be talking Spanish, if not French and Hindu and several other languages. So maybe we can uh, reach out to Texas Organizing Project and see if, if they can. Do they have interpreters? Yes, they do. It was Workers Defense Project that made the suggestion. Oh, okay. Well, they, do they have interpreters? And then they, they, they also raised the question of the pandemic. Now, we are not trying to start a super spreader event. This is going to be outdoors, and there's going to be masks, and there's going to be uh, social distancing. That's right. We are, we are not trying to further the pandemic. But lots of people have had their shots now, and lots of people are eager to get outside. And what the heck, free food. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Now, it is a Dallas in a Dallas park. So there's no alcohol. Yeah. So let's get that straight right up front. Okay? I actually don't know if that's a really a good rule or not. What do you think? Well, I think it bites. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it is the rule. But it is the in rule. In Dallas, you so. cannot have alcohol that's in a right. park. That's right. I, don't, I wouldn't mind people having alcohol if they would just pick up their junk. Well, that if they wouldn't get stupid. Yeah. You know, because so many people, they get a few beers or drinks and they just get stupid. And those cans are supposed to be recycled. They're not supposed to be laying around. No, you put them in the recycle bin. I think that's God what sake. got people because people would go to the park and get drunk and leave their cans yep. uh, laying around in the park. And Very I think that's what turned everybody off. Yeah, well, they, you know, come on, man. Your mama doesn't live here. Pick up after yourself. I'm proud to say that on International Workers' Day, we won't just. it's not just going to be unions. It's also environmentalists. Uh, the Dallas Peace Center, I think, is going to come in. Uh, so we'll be talking about awesome. about a lot of social issues where people are trying to find answers, and this is going to be a step toward getting us to work together. That's what we're pulling for on May the 1st in Everglade Park. Do we have to go, Jason? Say goodbye, Bonnie. Go. Goodbye, Bonnie. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And see you next week.